Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are beginning a new series, which I highly suspect will take us a while <laughs> to get through. And that is, we're going to be looking at Jesus's parables, okay? The various things that he said in a parable type of way. Some of the parables are very uh, forthright. It says, and Jesus spoke a parable, that type of thing. Then there's other times that uh, there are sayings that Jesus, not only him, but us mother folks spoke <coughs> that are parable-like. We're going to look at Jesus's parables. And uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, the main reason is I really want us to see what Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. You know, so often, if, if you were to ask your average Sunday school class, okay, so hear me carefully on this, not in a derogatory kind of way, but if you were to ask uh, the average Sunday school class, what did Jesus teach and what did he preach when he was here on earth, what do you think they would say? Giving you a moment here just to think on it, reflect upon it. What would they say? More often than not, they would preach. Uh, they would say that Jesus preached salvation. That he preached what we see in First Corinthians in a succinct explanation as the death and burial and resurrection of Messiah of Himself. They would say that that's what Jesus taught. That's not at all what Jesus taught. Okay, what Jesus taught was the kingdom. He often said, "The kingdom has come near you today." And he would say things to them and, uh, and speak to people in, in interesting ways. Now, we saw in the previous episode that he started speaking in parables right here because he had the religious rulers coming after him, okay? And so uh, in Matthew 13, where we're starting, is the, what's called the parable of the sower, uh, which I don't like that title, but if you've got a little study Bible, it probably says that at the top of the uh, first chapter, first verse of the chapter right there. Uh, we'll look at that a little bit probably in a couple episodes. But this parable is really, really useful because Jesus gives the parable and then he explains to his disciples why he is speaking in parables because they ask him that question. They say, hey, why are you speaking in parables? And then he comes back and he explains the parable. Jesus explains it. <coughs> so it gives us a foundation whereby um, we can approach all the other parables sort of knowing how to interpret them, having a little hint here of what Jesus has said. <clears throat> so y'all have to forgive me. We're literally in the midst of uh, moving, relocating about four miles. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> and uh, the house is, uh, what, I'd say about half torn up right now with boxes and all that kind of stuff. And you know how that is. Dust starts getting everywhere, dander and dirt, in and out, in and out. <clears throat> so I find myself a little choked up here. So let's go to Matthew 13. We looked at the first couple of verses um, yesterday, the previous episode. Now let's just read these verses again and then read the parable, just listening to what the parable is. Verse 1, that day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. So we saw in the previous episode what, what had occurred there in that house. Now he's going out and he's sitting by the sea. Verse 2, and large crowds gathered to him. So he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd was standing on the beach. So Jesus gets into a boat. He sits down and he pushes offshore a little bit, a little distance. And the whole crowd is standing along the beach where they could hear him. Verse 3. And he spoke many things to them in parables 
saying. So here he's about to speak the first parable, but just notice what uh, Matthew is telling us here. It's the fact that Jesus spoke many things, and he spoke many things to them in parables. One of the other gospel writers, I believe it was John, uh, said that Jesus said so many things and he did so many things that if he wrote down everything he said and what he did, that he supposed that it would, uh, there would not be enough books in the world to hold it all. <laughs> well, uh, a little bit of uh, spiritual hyperbole, hyperbole there perhaps, but maybe not, considering that Jesus is the creator of all things, right? So here, he spoke many things and he spoke to them in parable, parables. And here's what he said, Behold, the sower went out to sow, and he sowed some seeds that fell along the road, and the birds came and ate them. Others fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. And others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. So this is the Lord Jesus speaking to the multitude. This is the Lord Jesus teaching. This is the Lord Jesus speaking to us. In the last verse, verse 9, it says, He who has ears, let him hear. We have a role and a responsibility to hear and to have ears that will hear. Now, just pay attention to the details. Like I said, later on in the chapter, Jesus is going to give us the interpretation of this. He's going to show us and tell us exactly what, it, what this means. We need to resist the temptation of when we read these parables going, oh, I know what that is. It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. We actually need to resist the temptation of uh, bringing our previous understanding to it. Now, we want to have previous understanding. Nothing wrong with that. But all too often, we'll sit there and say something uh, like this. Like, out of my background, I'll read a parable like this, and I'll say, okay, well, there's basically only one important truth that this parable teaches. So what is that one important truth? Because that's a big school of thought that people say, well, the, the parables only have one major thing that Jesus is trying to say, so don't get sidetracked on the other things. Now, I know why they say that. Because if you let the pendulum swing too far the other way and try to make every point and every element, every jot and every tittle of a parable be spiritually significant to something, then it's going to wind up being perverted because that's not what Jesus was doing. He was just teaching and he was showing some truths and he was explaining some truth. But I would suggest that the, uh, the reality is somewhere in between. Some parables, there's two or three or four things that Jesus is communicating right here. Otherwise, there is a major teaching, okay? Now, what do we see right here? There was a sower, and the sower went out to sow. And the sower sowed seeds. It's often called the parable of the sower because you got the sower right here. That's fine. Sometimes it's called the parable of the seed. Okay, that's fine too. I think it's more accurately defined as the parable of the soils, S-O-I-L-S, simply because you have one sower, and that sower is sowing. You have seed, and that seed is the same seed. But there's different types of soil. Notice what he did. He came to some and it fell on the road, and the birds came and ate it. That's the one of them. Others fell in rocky places. 
that didn't have much soil. And those sprung up real quick, but they didn't have a depth of soil. So when the sun came out, it did what? It scorched them because they didn't have any root. Others fell among the thorns. And what did thorns do? They choked it out. So you have the hard road, the impacted type soil. You have the, uh, the rocky places, the stony places where there's not much. You have the soil that's covered with thorns, being choked out by thorns. And then you have the last soil. <clears throat> Another, and others fell on good soil. On the good soil, what happened to the seed? It yielded a crop, a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirty. The other three did not yield a crop because the birds ate it. They sprang it real quick. When the sun came out, it baked it, or the thorns choked it out. There's only one good soil. The seed only thrived in one good soil. Huh. Think about that. We will see what the Lord says about it, how he interprets it later. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.